Yo, 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 welcome to the Vigilante 1939 podcast. We're we're part of the Let's Go podcast network, pop culture without the pop. My name's Nick Zanuck. Usually I never do these shows alone because it makes for a much more better show with these two gentlemen. So joining me is the very, very intellectual Caruso. You know him. You love him. We got Nico Caruso and his father, Nicholas Caruso Jr., a.k.a. Daddy Batman, Daddy Cavs, Daddy Garrick, you know, all the above. All the names. Jesus, I'm like the chameleon. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Am I supposed to say uh, Yes, no. yes. V39 no, is back. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. I like play with the yo, yo every now and then. Well, I did that because Jack was a little, little freestyle here. Huh? Freestyle. 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 Well, we're going to get into one bunch of other stuff today well gentlemen how you guys doing good man doing really good man can't complain i, I went back to wrigley field for the first time in two years nice. uh, yesterday it was electric it was awesome had an outstanding time wish i was still there sad to be home but happy to be here with you guys and i've been i've actually dined out a few times which it didn't seem like that was something i would ever really want to do again but <laughs> yeah I'm glad to say that uh, out here in Illinois, it's thriving and it's great to see the restaurants doing business. And at this point in time, with everything open, it it, it really feels like we're back to normal. So fingers crossed. Steak dinner, baby. It's coming, dude. I th- it's yeah, coming. we're going to be able to enjoy it. So we'll, we just got to pinpoint the day and uh, we'll do it. I'll have to rob a bank probably to get the funds to. To cover this, but we'll figure. <laughs> now the cops are gonna. I know. Listen. Yeah, I know. Right, yeah, right, now right, we're right. tapped because I know the FBI watches us anyway. So I know the Zeddy order. I know Zeddy orders the finest prime cut there is. Oh, the finest, um, baby! Come on now. I know he likes a very expensive bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, come on now. So, come on uh, now. <laughs> there you so, go. <laughs> we might need Mr. Wayne. Making Mr. it rain. Wayne. Come on, Mr. Z. You know, I know you're making it rain over there. Come on now. There's a storm coming. Well, it's it's a great change. Speaking of storms, I don't want I don't want to fish too hard for this uh for this next one here. <laughs> okay, so you know, a little little bit of DC news. Obviously, we are gonna be having a lot of kind of slow news weeks pending up until the lead up to DC Phantom. That was to be expected, but we got a little bit of uh News that we get the Aquaman 2 title. Coincidentally enough, James Wan has revealed that the Aquaman 2 title is going to be Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. So the guy just became king and now he's lost the kingdom. That's awesome. But how do you guys feel about the title, gentlemen? Uh, I think it's cool because it, it's the reaffirmation that it is absolutely filming. And we see James Wan hit his name card on the table. So we know he's there. Again, you know, we, we have to always kind of be wary of these projects that they're starting, but but this is good news. 
the Lost Kingdom to me is it it could either be a throwback to an old story of a of a kingdom that appears and it's kind of like a portal. It, it's a really cool Aquaman story. I don't remember exactly what book it's from, or could it just mean that Atlantis is now front and center and discovered by Earth? And is it going to play out? So I like the fact that I'm trying to figure out which way they're going to go with this. Mm-hmm. But um, I see Amber Heard has been posting. And uh, what's his name? Patrick Wilson has been posting. Nick's laughing, I guess, because I mentioned Amber Heard. <laughs> um, so the cast is there. And uh, Jason Momoa had a nice appearance on uh, Jimmy Fallon the other night where he promoted Dune. He's calling Dune a masterpiece, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. And uh, it was cool to see Jimmy Fallon say he loved the Snyder Cut. Yeah. And uh, Jason reiterated that he didn't have to film any reshoots, that every every scene that he was in in that movie was from before. Mm-hmm. So I love Aquaman. I really enjoyed the first movie. And uh, I think I think this one's going to step it up a little bit. And uh, and carry carry the torch. He may not have done reshoots, but he definitely did ones when Joss took over. Because that scene with the uh, with the lasso of truth, I, I I don't think Zack Snyder made that scene. No, he God, meant God, he God, Zack Snyder's. <laughs> oh, those yeah. reshoots. Okay, he, he was specific eye. to mean that, like you know how he got obviously Ben and and, and Amber. Well, they're just yeah. a nightmare. Right, but he just—I think he was just reiterating oh, he was that just he that? that that all the footage of him all in the, the Snyder cut is, was the original oh, shot makes, film back in whatever that was, oh, okay. nineteen ninety-five or whenever it was that they <laughs> they shot <laughs> that movie. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, what do I think about the title? I, I mean, it's okay. Um, I mean, the, <laughs> is I Indiana know. Jones in it? The Lost Kingdom <laughs> is like. <laughs> uh, granted, I, I I don't know what would have been better concept, or whatever. Yeah. I'm not I'm not knocking it. I was just like, oh, it wasn't it wasn't like you know how for some of the reveals we're getting like a montage or there's a screen test of the suit. You know, this was kind mm-hmm. of just like an Instagram photo. And I'll be honest with you, I saw this like like a day after. Like when did this come out? Uh, Thursday, I think somewhere around there. Wednesday or oh, Thursday. Wow. Wednesday or Thursday, it did. Yeah, I, I, I didn't find out what the title was till like yesterday morning. Mm. So some must have missed, or I, I must have been away for <laughs> from. You're, you're a busy from man. The right you know, times, but you're busy. It's um, hard for you sometimes to be on the pulse of on the, pop culture. On the pulse. Uh, oh no! Well, well I, I'm always on the post of pop culture because sometimes I, you miss. Because I big, know sometimes you miss the big cultural impact. Because I know what defines pop culture at the moment. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, it's um, I'm I'm obviously just kidding, of course. Uh, yeah, it's it's okay. Um, there's definitely gonna be a, a a kingdom that is lost. That is the source of conflict for the movie. And I bet I Calder, bet where you at? He said spoiler alert. I bet you it's just, a kingdom that's bad. I bet the kingdom is gonna be bad, and they have to fight the kingdom, and then they make the kingdom good again. Or maybe we are the lost kingdom, the land people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just like where, we're the where, where's Aqualad at? I just Be need lost. The, I just need Yaya, Black Man of. You want to see Black Man of back? Better than ever. Black Man of back. Yeah. Better than ever. That's all um, I want. 
And I just laughed at the Amber Heard thing because if you talk about her on Twitter, there's like two sides to it. It's one of those funny, controversial topics. Not funny because the subject matter is not funny on why it's controversial, but it's one of those like you post about right now today, you post about Snyder, MCU Spider-Man or Amber Heard and you have people fighting. Or but Kevin the but the ex-husband is the same, right? Johnny Depp? Well, mm-hmm. Johnny Depp. He's I, equally as polarizing, right? It, yes. Okay. So go. they were two equally polarizing people. <laughs> well, you do not need to get into to the weird explanation. Just, <laughs> now it's getting weird again. Like now it's like, I, I was just saying, and now you're well, When we do our 21 Jump Street show. Oh, um, which one? We're going to have to address it. No, no I'm just, yeah, yeah, right. Because I haven't seen the old one. No, the ones with Johnny Depp, man. No, I don't. He was oh, on the original man. series. That's where you got to start. <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow. I like those movies. Yeah, they're fun. They're, 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 they're the, fun little popcorn flicks. You know? Not the latter two, but the first three are great. I love the ride at Disney World, man. Oh, it's great. great. We never talk about like theme parks and stuff, but that's always been my favorite <laughs> ride, man. From a kid, you were on it, but you were so small. That was so unintentionally a great transition. S- transition. I mean, it really. <laughs> There's intentionally. There's two of the greatest rides I've ever been on in my life, and it's the Pirates of the Caribbean. It is just and the unbelievable. Have you been on it, Nixie? Yeah, it's a great ride. How great is that thing, right? I mean, do you not feel like you are? Feel like I'm swashbuckling, baby. Right. Swashbuckling. And then I don't know if they still have it because I haven't been to Universal Studios in our my brother-in-law's. Oh, MGM. But that Spider-Man ride. Yeah. Were you on it with me? I don't remember. Oh my god, it was the coolest ride ever. MGM think, Studios, right? I think uh yeah. was it was it uh, our guy Josh Lagern? Wasn't he just there on Avengers Campus? Yeah. Well, now it's Avengers Campus. We're going to have to reach out to him cuz he said the Spider-Man ride was cool. Oh man. That ride where you're Which in that Which is cool. You feel like you're fighting all the villains. I mean, yes. Those yes. are the two greatest rides I've been on yeah. and unfortunately, I haven't been on those rides mm-hmm. in probably like I don't know, 20 years, maybe 18, 19 years. It's been that long since we've been there. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah. Oh, I, I totally know what you're talking about. Those, those, those are good rides, man. You got, you got a Spidey ride there. You got Back to the Future, Men in Black. Oh, man. Terminator, all those rides are awesome. I'm not always yeah. a big ride guy. Nico yeah. was scared of the Haunted Mansion. I remember that. I had to, I had to like Ooh. cover his eyes. I think when we went on, I was, I was five or six. Yeah, he was. That's wow. the <laughs> making you, say, he's making you, he's making it sound like it was last week. I was like six. I probably shouldn't have even been in there, but he got me in there. No, your sister was in there, and she was like three. There's no. <laughs> they did. No, oh yeah, they did. We come on. That's one of the 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 rotating globe. Uh, and yeah, Nico the thought there was really a ghost in the car with us. What maybe there was? I don't know. It was pretty scary. Well, ghosts are real. So yeah. So Zeddy, I'm sorry you didn't even tell us what you th- what you think about o- only the only the ghosts that haunt you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I mean, I think this is cool. Like you guys, I'm not gonna get too caught up into a title. It's a movie title. I never do. I'll wait to see you know a first trailer of the movie to you know judge it accordingly. But I do think that it's awesome that Jason Momoa apparently co-wrote the script with James Wan. I think that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what influence uh, Momoa had in the movie. So I'm I'm into this. You know, I, I expect this will probably hear and maybe see more at DC Phantom. So I say, bring it on. You got to reveal the title. Yes, not as flashy as the other ones that we've gotten, but it's a start. You know, James Wan's a visualist, so 
if that's a word, I don't know, but I'm going to use it anyway. So uh, we'll we'll see what he's got in store for us in 393 days, two seconds, and three minutes. So, right. Hey, gut feeling real quick. <laughs> do you guys think – I do not think James Wan wanted to make a sequel, yes. Mm. That <laughs> wasn't my question. question. And that's but why that's, I'm a Malcolm but that's, because he's like, Jason, come up with a story. I'm but just kidding. No, 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 no. I don't think he was in a hurry to direct it. I'll, I'll say that. I agree. Um, do you guys think I, it's hard to ask this question because we we still have effects of the pandemic, but well, really know. yeah, is there a shot? Is he that strong that Aquaman is just here to stay or was that you think like the proverbial kind of flash in the pan and because we know critically it, it was lukewarm yeah. and the audience, even the audience reception was kind of lukewarm, but it just it did. People loved it and they saw it, the people that did see it. So do you guys think it has a chance to get back? Do you think the talent, the talent is there? Yeah. Or do you think it's going to be like hard for it to repeat? I don't know. Um, it'll be, Let, let's say like 800 million, because I still think, although by the time this thing comes out, I, I the pandemic is going to have no effect. It should be hopefully God willing. So yeah. let's say we're all back to normal is Jason Momoa. He seems to have this following. And usually when people see a movie like that, they're all going to go back for the sequel. Unless mm-hmm. it sucks and it's bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'll make high money and maybe it'll even hit a billion again. Okay. Is yeah. That, I mean, uh, you know, you got to think that the first movie made a billion. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you would, I guess on the one side, if it doesn't make a billion, you know, is it, I wouldn't say it's a failure, but you know, it's a, I guess it would be a shock considering that the first movie even made a billion in the first yeah. place. Could it have been a flash of the pan? Sure. I mean, I think we're seeing that movies in December kind of, being a little more successful now though so who knows yeah, maybe yeah. I think it's actually in the same spot that it was oh god it'd be like four years by the time i think this one comes out so four or five years so that's that's gonna be interesting to see too you know do people still care so now obviously you know if the batman's a success and the flashes and black adam is you know uh, i guess winning cures everything so you know mm. we get three really good dc movies in a row people may be inclined to go see this aquaman, aquaman yeah. movie if it's good. So we'll see. Definitely for sure. I know next year is going to be a big, big month in general. We'll see. I guess we'll see how Spidey 3 performs yep. this year too. That's going to be the big one. Well, Spidey 3 is going to be the biggest movie of all time. There you go. I what mean, leg- no. What le- not, what it's not, gonna, not actually. It's but, not going to be the Avatar. And I don't know if it'll do $2 billion, but Avatar. it'll it'll certainly be the biggest Avatar, post, post-pandemic movie. And I think it'll be, yeah. I think Spider-Man 3 will be the biggest post-pandemic movie. Mm-hmm. And it'll be the movie post pandemic that's gonna you're gonna compare everything else to. Avatar's the most overrated film. Yeah, we know, we time. know, but that's we're of that's again we're going back of in time, time with that. Right. It's funny that you mentioned the word overrated, Nico. Yeah. I, I'm <laughs> you are setting up all my transitions today beautifully. I love it, gentlemen. I love it. So yes, obviously we had a teaser, we have a little bit of a freestyle discussion here. We got three Really cool, interesting topics that uh, we're going to kind of digest here because, again, slow news week. Nothing really happened. We already talked about Loki with the fine gentleman over at the Nerd Room, so go check out uh, that review on their YouTube channel uh, So if you want to hear that. But, gentlemen, let's talk about some overrated comic book movies. Mr. C, what's an overrated so comic book gonna, movie? We're just going to pick one, right? We're all going to pick one. One or two if you got. Sure. Okay. I have well, 17. I'm going to be a shock jock here. 
what is a shock and jock? a shock jock is what i grew up with were the morning disc jockeys where they just they they had controversial takes all controversial takes okay. to take it and um <laughs> when i say overrated doesn't mean i don't like the movie i just don't think that this movie oh man i'm gonna really people are gonna get mad at me but you know what i don't really care well, well i finish think, your explanation because you just didn't finish it because I I, <laughs> I I i think an overrated movie doesn't have to be one that you don't like it just be one that you're like wow i can't believe it's like that on that pantheon yeah like where it, it got that much and then it kind of like never went back to that theme and that would be captain america the winter soldier i knew you were gonna say this mm. um i like it it and there's as i as i'm saying it to you guys i mean i thought it was still scarlett johansson's best performance That's what I'm i just it got so convoluted to me at times and is boring at times that and they've never gone back really maybe they will with black widow but it was so weird. That was the Russo brothers' first movie, right? Yes. And then they they never went back to that formula of what they use in that movie. And it's so not MCU that it just strikes me. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing for me. I see it on all the time, and I just don't. I go by it. It's one of those things where it's a really good movie, but the hype for it to me is way over the top. And, and I'm noticing too, when I see comic book lists too, like a lot of people don't have it, but, but for a while there, it was like the greatest thing since sliced bread. It was like the greatest thing since the invention of the wheel. And for me, it's just very, very forgettable. Mm. Mm. That's fair. Mika, what's an overrated comic book movie? Ooh, let me get some popcorn for this one. I mine. It's a movie that I like, and I like Spider-Man: Homecoming. No, well, no, <laughs> no. I would just have fun here. <laughs> That's great. Um, uh, it, it's a movie I like, and I like that it was huge. Um, but I definitely think it gets put in a like in a place it doesn't need to be. Uh, that would be Deadpool for me. Um, Deadpool is good, but it's like not to me, it's not that great. Um, I know it's really true to the character, and that's why people love it. And it was different, you know, it was rated R, it was edgy. But for me, it, 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 and I felt it more in the sequel. So this maybe might not make sense what I'm saying, but I felt it more in the sequel is like, I don't need there was something about like the over the top um, like language and violence that like in the movie, it gets old. Like, you know, it's, it's one thing like hearing a superhero, like talk about his dick and killing people and saying like, fuck 90 times. Like it, it's, it's the character you read down point. You're like, Oh, he does that. Then like you go see, the movie and it's fun it's different and i really enjoyed it the first time i saw it and then the second time i saw it i'm like i mean i'm not I, clearly i'm not like i'm, I'm not saying i'm a prude or anything but it, it, it got old like halfway through the movie i'm like oh here's another dick insert dick joke insert mm-hmm. this joke insert this joke and there was like too many of like the hugh jackman wolverine jokes like okay okay it was so it's 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 meta it broke the fourth wall 
love that it made so much money. But when people are like, oh, Deadpool, Deadpool is like one of the best comic book films ever. I'm like, no, no, it's not. It's not. I don't know. I'm not as big as I'm not as big on Deadpool as a lot of people are. It's like it gets juvenile for me. I don't know. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. Man, so, you know, I was going to say Spider-Man Homecoming, which is a movie that I think is a little bit overrated. You know, I don't think it's a great Spider-Man movie. I am in the camp with you guys, but in terms of being an MCU movie, it doesn't job. But for me, an overrated movie that I have that has always been consistent for me is uh, Zack Snyder's Watchmen. Now, I love Zack Snyder as a director. Get off. No, this is a great Get off this this goddamn Zoom. Now, again, you know, this could have been victim to me not knowing who or what Watchmen was prior to the time of watching it. I didn't see it in a theater. I saw it in Wisconsin Mm -hmm. in a hotel room, so it might have just been too too little too late. Uh, It's. I think it's visually, I think it's a visually stunning movie. It just does not hook me. I think the TV show is miles better than the movie. I think Zack Snyder has better movies than Watchmen. But again, that's just me. It's not one that I tend to go revisit often, but I still think it's a good movie. It's just not one that I don't think is always kind of lived up to the level of hype that I think it has. That's spicy, Zane. I respect you. That's yeah. a good take. No, I, I, I think it's a, a fair take, take too, because I, I, I don't, don't think like their it. movie I don't is. like it, but I respect it. <laughs> I don't think their movie is for everybody, but it is, I think, generally regarded as cutting edge, which it was. And it was hard to adapt that into a into a movie. I thought he did a great job with it, but I I can see that for sure. Mm-hmm. Zendik's Diaries, June twelfth, eleven thirty a.m. We're on the podcast. I have Dunkin' Donuts coffee with me. The Chicago White Sox are playing. How dare all those fans come celebrate these capitalists? Who are just basically protected by the corporate elite. Listen, listen, war, Nico. Zack Snyder's Justice League is the greatest comic book movie of all time. There, I was waiting for that one. (laughs) I'll tell you what's not overrated. That was was a great war, Shaq, Nico. I love it, buddy. Do it. (laughs) You know how much I sacrificed for you, too. (laughs) She was my world. Oh, there you go. She was my world. She was my world. <laughs> I have one more. Go ahead. You go one go more. Because I have one more. Go ahead. It, it was, um, it's not, it's weird. So I wanted to bring something up that I literally thought of when I, when I, when we talked about this idea yesterday, I, um, could I talk about just the overrated takes I've seen? There are two overrated takes that I will never forget that were in the moment, you know, when a new movie comes out and a lot of the critics and the bloggers, it's kind of a battle to be superlative. And I'm sure we all, I mean, we oh, all, I'm, I'm, I mean, I've, probably, you guys I, I've guilty of them to it too. Probably sure. all the time. But, um, <laughs> sure. Sure. I mean, <laughs> so does everyone else. When they no, it's just you too. It's just, <laughs> it's just us. Um, and it's just us. Um, this there were us. two takes. This is us hit show on CBS. <laughs> right. Great, uh, great show. Great show. Or is it NBC? No, it's NBC. Uh, it's NBC. 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 <laughs> Network television is dying. Um, <laughs> um, the, I remember the two takes I saw. The two most overrated takes I saw, which actually 
started impacting my views of the movie at the time and then i got over it because i'm like oh they when i was like oh that's all they're trying to do is just put takes out there uh i think uh logan is one of my favorite comic book movies but when that movie came out there were so many people who were like is this is this better than the dark knight is this the greatest comic book movie of all time like credible people and i'm like listen he ultimately just fights a clone of himself. Let's settle down. Um, I I hated that take, and then I hated the take that uh, Shazam is was the second best DC movie ever. It goes Dark Knight and then Shazam. I'm like, yeah. And Brandon Davis from ComicBook.com was one of those people who he he's never went back to that take. I've seen him do his list of DC movies, and I was like, listen, that take made me almost be like, stop it. You, you you got Batman yeah. Begins, you got The Rise. I mean, you got those movies. You got Man of Steel. You got Wonder Woman. I mean, to call it better than like Wonder Woman is a sin. Yeah. But I remember. So those were two takes I couldn't stand. And then the other take I hated, that I hated, but I like this guy, is fucking Mark Hughes when he said uh, Spider-Man Far From Home is the is is the definitive Spider-Man movie. Ugh. I said that's it's an get, end game epilogue. That's gonna it's a Tony Stark that's gonna memorial. Your feathers. That's the sure. only Spider-Man stuff in there is the last 40 minutes at best. It's not <laughs> but it's Spider-Man a good 40 movie. minutes though. It is a good the ending is I some mean, good 40 minutes. Is, there's, there's some good see, sp- John Watts so, figured out how to do some good cool yeah. Spider-Man stuff. See when you but the movie still fucking when sucks. you guys say overrated comic book movies, what I was trying to think of was obviously like Logan would fall into that. Something that's was did well and it's just so highly regarded like shazam doesn't fall into that for me because it it didn't do any box office so yeah mm-hmm. it, i i don't know how you could be you could be critically high, highly regarded but you got to have the bot you got to have the dollars to back it up because that means that the, the mass audience went and and supported it you know i think another movie i'm going to give you one more but i'm contradicting myself but i i think it seems like Birds of Prey is generally regarded as a good comic book movie, but nobody really saw it. And that's why I think it's the most overrated comic book movie. I thought it was terrible. Mm-hmm. I didn't like anything about it. That's I thought they movie. desecrated it's a good movie. several key DC characters, it's and I and movie. I and I thought that she was go back Hold not on. as good as she was in Suicide Squad, and I, not as good as she's going to be in the upcoming James James Gunn Suicide Squad. I know you guys like it. I'm just, again, it's I, great film. It, it's, but again, it's one of those movies where I'm kind of on the fence because it's like nobody really saw it. So I'm probably right. But yet I, I don't hear anybody say anything bad about birds of prey. I know everybody in our community loves it. I, I can't watch it, man. I watched it again about a month ago and I was like fighting hard to get through it. I, it just, film. Ugh. that's a great, the film. over, the overacting, the overaction, who over, and I and who I overact, thought who overacts? I, excuse me. Who over? Who, excuse me. Who overacts in that movie? There's some overacting. I mean, I do. And, I, and again, I do like uh, Ewan McGregor in there. He does not. Overact. But the the forced action in that movie, the the Those you want to talk about slow mo fight scenes. And again, I mean, it. I know what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be film. Deadpool. That's a great and they failed Deadpool. miserably at it. But I, I like yeah, that. I'm I'm not. 
that's that's, that's one for me great and then zeddy you got another one you must have one more right great film <laughs> it's not it's not spider-man great film it's not spider-man homecoming or far no Man. no i i think i mean i was going to say avengers age of ultron but that's ah, uh that's okay you could say that yeah i mean look an- another one that i think is a great movie i think it's a worthy sequel kind of you know to the first avengers movie it does obviously what it needs to do but Man, when I go back and watch that James Spader the whole time, I don't know, man. I, I think I think that was a missed opportunity on, on their part. I think that was a huge botch on their things. You know, there's other things, you know, like the whole Hulk and Black Widow romance that is totally oh. forced and, you know, other things like that. I just but, threw up in my coffee a little bit. Yeah, here. so, excuse again, me. I'm not trying to offend anybody there, but, you know, I, I think that's a good movie, but I still think it's kind of overrated. I definitely think the first one is still the most – superior avengers movie that we've ever had so right you're damn right i have my last one oh you got another one yeah you're angry here's my biggest you're hungover again no i'm not (laughs) not. i am not i am not how dare you say that um no here's my biggest one (laughs) he was angry that when i say it's overrated i mean this movie is something that's always falls in like my getting a little green over there yes yeah right i'm turning the movie i'm about to say always falls probably in my top five or six mcu list just because it's it is better than what you know most of the mcu has when you look at it but a lot of people put this in their list of like best comic book movies of all time um and i don't see it and this is a movie i enjoy but i have went back and forth on how good it actually is is captain america civil war uh Mm. if you really watch Mm. that movie uh, not much happens if mm, you really mm. watch that movie not much happens but there's um, some terrific performances in there though. there's some great performances i think Downey's at his best he is movie. hold on hold on there's some great performances rdj, RDJ is at his best right <laughs> the entire build-up to the airport sequence That's there awesome. might not be a more underwhelming <laughs> terribly executed scene in comic book movie history um they they dazzle you with Spidey and Black Panther in there to get your yeah. attention. That mm-hmm. airport fight where they're like kind of actually fighting, but not really. And then the only thing that happens is a crippled war machine that is no that that has his special leg thing in the rest of his appearances, and now he's getting his own show. Um, there was no repercussion in Civil War whatsoever. Because the movie ends with like Tony and Cap kind of being cool. He's like, if you ever, if you ever need us, call us. And then Tony covers for Cap. And then like in Infinity War, he's like, uh, uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to call him. And then Endgame starts. He's like, you weren't there. Like, well, cause you didn't call him Jagoff. Like call the <laughs> wow. guy, dude. It's like. <laughs> We're going to have to start doing these like on another day. The movie. No, listen, listen, listen. I'm not so angry. Oh, no one's more angrier than you when you talk about Endgame. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. No one's angrier than you when you talk about Endgame. It's just like you watch Civil War and the movie ends and you go, okay, are are there actually repercussions or did the writing just want them to not be together by the start of Infinity War? It's the latter. Um, that's more of a movie that gives you Spider-Man, gives you Black Panther, and gives you some great RDJ Evans stuff. But like th- the concept of the movie was to have the Avengers fight, right? Was to have them torn apart, broken, and yet they're all kind of on each other's side still at the end. Mm. Um, the beauty of the comic story is it gets brutal. And I didn't need Steve to die or anything like that. I just wanted that their fight 
to have more of a repercussions like oh my god what did we just do to each other as opposed to like an accidental roadie cripple fest and then he was like i feel bad for him because he was like the obvious one to get hurt yeah oh yeah. i say we hurt don freaking cheeto <laughs> war machine because like he's probably on the bill of the 12 heroes that just fought he's everyone's least favorite anyway why didn't they hurt ant-man so um that's what i'm saying or someone we care them to hear or Paul someone Rudd. we care about like hawk or someone we cared about at that time like hawkeye yeah. or widow or i don't know wanda um, you can't really hurt one or vision, but like, don't have it been one of those to where I'm like, oh, dude, <laughs> yeah. they just fought and these people known each other. Mm-hmm. It's like they're fighting. They're like, well, we're still friends, right? I'm just like, huh, I see you pulling your punches. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, man, I'm gonna fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, fight, 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 fight. Well, they stole everything in that movie from BVS, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now Jeff must, Johns. So now you must yeah, sound Jeff, like BVS. Yeah, Jeff Johns <laughs> gave Jeff, but the buildup to the fight's more believable. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I happen That's to really why. like Civil War, but there's a lot wrong with it. But he killed it, my mom, and that is so forced in. The end. <laughs> that is so forced at the end. That just doesn't. Ah, uh, that's so forced. Civil War is a is a movie to me where when people say it's a captain america movie it's not at no, all no, it's an and it's really robert downey jr one of his finest moments and oddly enough we're going to you're going to use this take later but i i would like you to use it now though what's the most important thing that happens in civil war and who do they use to make it to facilitate it it's, it made a billion dollars because spider-man's in the movie and who facilitates that? And is it the, wasn't Uncle Ben? Oh, yes. oh the yes. uncle of all uncles. Oh yes, uh, it was Uncle Tony, Uncle Anthony, Tony Stark. And and that's the brilliance of Robert Downey Jr. and the power of Robert Downey Jr. that they use him uh, to bring Spider Man into the universe. And not only that, he be, he's the mentor, the beginning of the mentor. So there's a lot. I I just that's one of those movies though. When it is on, I can always. Can always watch it though. Yeah, no, and, that's um, great. and the airport scene is silly. I agree with you. It's it's like, and again, I know some people think it's some of the greatest. No, and the CGI superhero awesome. cinema. The CGI is bad. bad. It's very wonky. It makes no sense. Nobody's gonna hurt each other. Except poor Brody. Don Cheadle yeah. got his own poor show. Don He's Cheadle. all right. Don Cheadle's okay. Poor Don Cheadle. <laughs> I'm more upset for Terrence Howard because he wanted more money after Iron Man won, and <laughs> they told him that they weren't gonna pay him more money. You know, he made way more money than RDJ and Iron Man, right? Yeah. Mm. Like three times as amount or four times as much money. So on the loose. But then he went in and got his empire show. So he turned out okay too. So anyway, that's the MCU. That's the beauty of the MCU. That is the beauty of the MCU is that um, it can fail, but it's still so powerful and encompassing and Mm. the power of RDJ, like I said, but uh that's interesting. That's good. I think those are those are movies that were the, the idea is to pick movies that are are critically acclaimed and that that follow a pattern of like where mm-hmm. universally they're generally accepted and believed to be some of the best comic book movies of all time. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Well, gentlemen, we are all guilty of something. We are. So I want to know what your guilty pleasure comic book movie is mr c what is a guilty pleasure well my guilty pleasure is a movie that when i saw it in the theater i like 
couldn't wait to get out of the theater. And I was like, still upset that they rebooted the franchise. And that would be the amazing Spider-Man too. Hmm. And I, I picked this movie because generally I think the consensus is that it's a really bad movie. However, it seems in recent time over the last couple of years that there seems to be a better appreciation for this movie. And I have fallen into that category. Uh, it's on a lot on TNT or whatever. <laughs> if they're not playing the, they're not playing BVS or man of steel or whatever. It seems to be a flavor of the, of the month for them. And it's one of these movies now, like, whenever it's on like i sit and i'll watch 20 25 minutes a half hour there's time depending on where i catch it i'll finish it mm-hmm. i didn't like uh jamie fox's electro but now i don't find the performance really that bad i think visually when i look at this movie it has some of the greatest spider-man scenes ever shot on cinema mm-hmm. i have grown to absolutely Whoa, I don't know if, I mean, he's a 1A to my Toby. Andrew Garfield really has elevated. I, I, I have put him way up there now to where, like, I think if you were going to ask me now, going forward, who I would rather see continue on as Spider-Man, if there is going to be a Sony Universe Spider-Man and it's not Tom Holland, Andrew. even though I don't think that's going to happen, and I love Tobey Maguire, but I think I'd like to see Andrew continue. It would be Andrew. And the chemistry again between him and Emma and that, that scene where she dies in the scene at the end, when he fights the rhino with the kid, I'm, I'm tearing up thinking about it. It, Mm -hmm. That's where the beauty of Spider-Man, the essence, the core of the character that I thought Raimi captured. And I apologize to Mark Webb and whoever wrote those movies. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't have that in front of me, but me, (laughs) Nico, I'm sorry, I didn't know Nico wrote it. That's why we're <laughs> right now um, recording this. Because it, uh, it, yeah, because it bombed. Uh, you know, those movies did. I, I've been doing. I've been doing a lot of box office research uh, over the last week or so. I just, wonder why? No, no, just. <laughs> uh, but those, mo- those movies took in uh, a little less than 1.5 million. So yeah, uh, they weren't. But by the standards of Toby's movies. Toby's movies did about the three movies did about 2.5 billion. So these were two movies. They would have, they would have felt short. I think if there was a third, but uh, I, I am, I'm a fan of amazing Spider-Man two. And again, I consider it a guilty pleasure because I think most people are like, you're crazy. You're nuts. And I'm not talking about our little community because sometimes we think, our little community, our fine fellow podcasters and the, the 50 to 60 people that we have some interaction with are really the consensus for everything. And we are, yeah, <laughs> we are the world. Everything we say is correct. We are the people. Zeddy, I, I want to hear yours first. Oh, Lord almighty. Cause we might have the same one. Ah, uh, well, I have a couple, so I don't know if you want me to just give one or two and then do them all. Do them all. all right. So the first two that I got, I'm gonna put kind of pair these two together because they go really hand in hand. And that's the 1990s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one and then two. So the first one and then sequel to the ooze. I am a big Ninja Turtles guy. I know that those movies are very dated. They may not be particularly great in terms of a comic book story, but man, are they all fun as hell? And I know we all watched them during the pandemic. 
when the pandemic was still in, in high force and it kind of got some of us, you know, to interact on Twitter. I think that was great. I think some people had some appreciation for it, at least for what they were at the time. So those are always going to be guilty pleasure movies for me. Uh, and then uh, the next one I got is actually Batman Forever. Now, I understand that in terms of being a pure Batman comic book movie, it may not be the greatest, but hey, there's there, there's no uh, Batman credit card. There's no drive through. Well, yeah, there is a drive through, but, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, there's no bat nipples that didn't that, that came later. Uh, I think Val Kilmer is a very underrated Batman. I can obviously respect what Jim Carrey was trying to do. And I think when you, I guess, try to pick apart the story, it's not too bad. It's definitely a very watchable Batman movie to me. And it's definitely one that I'll tend to go to revisit kind of time to time. So the next one is uh, Green Lantern. Again, mm. an- another one that is not, not maybe a particularly great movie, but you know, I thought Ryan Reynolds, for what he did, I thought was pretty great. I thought Blake Lively was good. I think there were elements of that movie that were utterly fantastic. I think I know, right? <laughs> so, um, and yes, you know, my gripe is the movie is when it comes down to earth. Ironically enough, I don't know what you drove me off. So, what, ironically enough, when you get out of space in the Green Lantern movie, when things went haywire, but yeah, those are my options. Nico, go ahead. I know, right? Were you doing the Hal Jordan? I know, right? Yeah, yeah with Taikiti, when yeah. Taikiti's there, right? Taiko Taiki, who, by the way, is in some hot water, man. But that's okay. Let's no, not talk man. about that. He's living his damn yeah, life. Yeah, good. He should. Somebody should take his phone away on sets now. Yeah. He's living his damn life. Um, I have, I have a couple. Um, <laughs> I have a couple. So when I think of guilty pleasure, yeah, it, it's one that probably isn't that good, but you just watch it, you like it, uh, for what it is. Uh, my first one is I don't mind. I don't think it's not good, but I will watch Suicide Squad when it's on. I, I-, I just like the cast. I like the performances. I-, I-, I love Will and Margo are really good in there. She's great in there, man. And so is, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I want to say his name is uh, Jay Hernandez is El Diablo. I like him. I think he's good. I, I think Killer Croc's kind of funny. Um, you got no hmm. beef with it then or no? I got no beef. I have, I, I have a lot of beef with his scenes, but I don't, I don't like his stuff. I love, oh, and, and the greatest actress active right now is Viola Davis. So, um, she's great in there. You guys can see what Zeddy wants me to do. Zeddy's doing the thing. Shout out. Yeah. Okay. So Shout out to Jared to- Lateau. So um, I'll yes, go get a beef sandwich, Nico. That's, that's, that's also pre. Like that's that's also pre reach around. Sure, <laughs> Leto. So, so, um, so that's my first one. That's a good choice. Good. I have a new one. Mm. Spider Man um, Homecoming. No, oh. no, stop. That. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. Can I predict it? You're gonna say this movie because you love the actress. Oh my God! He's I so know good. you so well. He's so you're gonna say that. Oh, oh my God! He got me. Oh you're my God! Me. Taylor Joy. Nick, Holy listen to me. Shit, got it. Are, but let me talk more than just Andy Taylor Joy. Okay. There are times I get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. Dude, wait, what is and he doing? I hear him in his room and he's no, going stop. Anna Taylor this Joy. Is weird. No, that's Anna not Taylor true. Taylor Joy, I love you. I love you. And I don't know who he's talking to or what's going on, but I just kind of like go back to bed. That's it's kind of weird, dude. That's He's telling that's somebody that he loves them. That's not true. But yes, he called it. It's not just because. Did we talk? We, it's didn't not, talk to you, we right? did not no. talk about no. that. 
but it's not just because Zeddy and I talked about this. Uh, when we saw New Mutants, we were like, it's not that bad. It's not really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the five actors in the movie are really good. And I really liked the characters and almost wish, you know, it's the director. I forget the director's name. Um, had like a couple movie plan for them. So they were mm-hmm. going to like keep going out in the world and stuff. I would actually like to see the five of them more. Um, I thought Anya did great. I thought Maisie Williams did great. I thought Charlie Heaton did great. Even though his accent, he finds it like halfway through the movie. He's good. And then um, uh, the, the guy who plays Sunspot and then uh, the, the, the young actress, I forget her name. Um, who's kind of the lead of the movie. Mm-hmm. They were all really good. They had like a good chemistry with each other. And I like uh, I like movies about like a younger group of people slash friends, uh, whether they have powers, whether it's a high school movie or whether it's a college movie. Um, so that's become a guilty pleasure because some of the CGI too is outstanding. Mm-hmm. The, the CGI in that movie is awesome and the action sequences are dope. It's just there's not really like a good story at all. Um, but the cast is great and the CGI is awesome. And it's a good one. There's a demon wolf in there, which is, or a, a demon bear, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so that's my newer one. But my my pretty much my my oldest one is Spider-Man: Far From Home. Stop it! <laughs> I this movie sucks, but the first 20 minutes of it are outstanding. Is is <laughs> Iron Man two? <laughs> yeah. Shoot the thrill! Plays. Oh my god. And he's flying through to the Stark Expo. And then the first time he puts on the suit versus Whiplash the first time. Mm-hmm. And um, guy and our guy Sammy Rockwell is good in there. Oh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell is good <laughs> of all time. So he's great yeah. in there. Oh, yeah. it's, it's not a good movie. It has it's it's not, but when that movie's on, I'll throw it on. It's yeah. my guilty pleasure. I will not argue if someone, because my friend Dimitri really likes Iron Man too. <laughs> um, so sometimes we'll 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 be at his house and he'll throw it on, and I'm like, all right. It also solidified like Downey as being like really cool. Nice. Solidified Downey. Well, it like he had the one and got huge. Then like the second one came out, and it's like, oh yeah. He's the star. Real quick, yeah. help me. Didn't Avengers come out before Iron Man 2, though? No. Oh, it didn't? No. I don't know why I thought that. That's my bad. No. I think they were two years apart. I'm going to give you one more, too. And uh, I just happened to catch this movie the other day. And it's it's really not a great movie, but I do love the character. And I have not watched the series. Shame on me. I have to get around and watch the series. But I, I have a little soft spot for Daredevil. Mm. Oh, for that, Affleck? He, yeah. Dude, I really, yeah. I mean, I, I'm a big Ben Affleck fan. I, I thought he was pretty good in the role. Mm-hmm. I thought our guy, the Penguin, Colin, Colin Farrell, Farrell, was was really cool as Bullseye. Yeah. I thought Jennifer Garner was okay. I thought the story, the origin of it was good. It was heartwarming, the, the thing with his dad. Yeah, it, it doesn't particularly land well, and it it's not – particularly like memorable but i do enjoy watching it i thought they got the costume right zeddy i didn't see the the series was the was the costume better in the series or was it similar to what was in the movie 
first of all, I think I speak for everyone when I say I you two got to get on that series. It, we it, do, dude. I know. I yeah, know. You oh, my God. Well, especially now he's going to be in far. He's going to be in No Way Home. So we're, we're, I'm going to have yeah. to go back and, and watch it. Um, I mean, I think the costume in, in that Affleck Daredevil movie is utterly fantastic. Oh, uh, you do. You do. Okay. I didn't know you. He has that. a really different one in the it's series. So he kind of goes through a transition of costumes. I'll say when he gets his full look, I think it looks cool, but I don't think it's nowhere near to what Affleck had. I think people love that Affleck costume for a reason, and it really is, it really is comic book Daredevil. But the show is infinitely miles better, though. That I will say, and I love that 2003 Daredevil. You movie. know, speaking of Daredevil, <clears throat> and I would love if the listeners could actually, if you are listening to this and you feel this way, uh, uh, comment or DM us because I've heard Justin's told me this before. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to our man, Justin Kowalski, our guy. And uh, Zach has told me this because he um, he follows a lot of like comic book people, um, like comic book critic people. Um, I've heard like Daredevil has almost never had a bad comic book run. Mm. People say that he's like always good, especially right now. You know, with uh, I, I read Daredevil back in the 80s with the fall <laughs> from grace and it's weird that I don't read him. Yeah. Because I, I, I loved it. I loved desire. him back in the eighties, but for some reason, I've never been, I character. think probably comic book fatigue sets in where you read sure. too many yeah. characters or whatnot, you know, um, he's got some iconic storylines from Frank, Frank Miller wrote. Some yeah. I was going to say that the, the show really, the show it really, is the Frank is he the one now? I'm pretty sure he's doing that. He's got a great run, you know, I'm going to give you one more movie real quick that I don't know if you guys know, but I, I, I don't think this was a movie and, and maybe it's not, but I do like the Punisher with Thomas Jane. Oh, where John Travolta is the, uh, the villain. Okay. Uh, and, and there's a, it, it's, it's a, it, there's some heart and, and again, the origin is really good and he lives in an apartment and he, he befriends a woman and, and another guy that works uh, lives there. I think John Travolta's over the top kind of as the villain. Yeah. But uh, it's a pretty decent take on the Punisher. Again, I haven't watched the series mm-hmm. at all. I don't know why we, we haven't. It's just, you know, there's, there's time, one. there's time, but then there's not enough time sometimes to, yeah. to sit down and absorb all this stuff. You know, you can only, you can only watch so many things, but Punisher, I don't remember if it was just called the Punisher, that movie, but it was, um, you guys know it. You saw it, right? I saw it. Yeah, that that that's another one. The TV show one. infinitely better, but yeah, yeah it's Tom, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Thomas Jane, I thought did a really good job as him. The whole, the whole they, they stick pretty true to to the to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. It's a good gentlemen. list, guys. Those were very very good lists. All right, gentlemen, let's move on to the grand finale here. So a lot of the listeners really really love listening to us for our hot takes. So, Mr. C, I want to know what a comic book movie hot take is that you have. Comic book movie hot take. Well, yours is the Endgame one, probably. Oh, is this is this what now? Is this another like criticism, or what are we doing here? What do you mean by that? What's your like, hot what, what's what's like an unpopular opinion that you have? Oh, an unpop. You mean an unpopular opinion of something? Well, sorta. Or a hot take. Or yeah. A hot take. Okay. Um, you have many, so I don't know why. <laughs> Well, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you right now that it could be a good thing too, right? 
Sure. Yes. yes. I'm yes, going to tell course. you right now that Zack Snyder's Justice League. There it is. See, I, see, I knew is, <laughs> and I've and I and I see it on Twitter, and I love the community. And I'm not talking about toxic people. I'm talking about his. We kind of like tweet out certain scenes from the movie. What they mean, the embodiment of 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 where the evolution of the characters came, and he's a diehard DC Comics fan who is well aware of the fact that Marvel is the biggest cultural impact in the industry, in the history of the genre, in the history of superhero films. It's nice for me to see this. And I firmly feel that Zack Snyder's Justice League on every level, writing, visual, stands alongside Infinity War or Endgame. And it didn't need... 20 movies to get there. He was able to tell a cohesive story, introduce many characters and then continue the arcs of some of the, of the, of the Trinity mm-hmm. and bring them all to a place where they should be at the end of this movie mm-hmm. to where you want more and you want the continuation of it. So you want to call it a hot take. You want to call it a, a personal opinion I'm not alone. I'm not alone. That movie was very successful. They will never tell us the numbers it did, but all over the world, it is selling the physical media. It's been number one streaming in Europe, everywhere. Cultural it's impact. Okay. Well, <laughs> listen, I'm not going to go there. You ain't, ain't going to get me to go there in the match. But it had enough impact to where it would be nice to see the continuation of that story. Yeah. So my hot take is, is that, and listen, my heart is warm because I'm going to tell you guys a couple things. Number one, are your pants warm too? My pants are not warm. I have shorts on right now and it's hot here in Chicago. We were at a get together by my sisters um, and and her husband, her husband's son is just graduated high school and he is a diehard MCU fan that absolutely ripped and shredded anything basically that DC does. He was one of those kids who like all the DC movies suck. I was like, okay, right. Like, he he refuses to see. He is not. He still refuses to see Aquaman. He has not seen yeah, Aquaman. He has not seen Aquaman. But when we were there, somehow the subject came up, and he was like, "Zack Snyder's Justice League is one of the greatest comic book films I've ever seen." <laughs> and he's like asking me, "Are they, they're doing more?" Right? And I'm like, "No." He's like, what are you talking about? It was great. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't like DC. He goes, I didn't like that other one or whatever that was. And mm-hmm. he didn't like BVS, but then he never saw the ultimate edition. The other thing is I was at the comic shop last Wednesday. And again, the comic shop to me is like, uh, it's, the best it's just like such a, such a holy, peaceful sanctuary for me holy- when I go in. And there were a couple young guys in there that were talking about the movie, how great it was. And then an older gentleman walked in with his college daughter. They start talking about it. We, we held a round table for about 45 minutes nice. talking about how great Zack Snyder's justice league is, what it meant for the characters, what it could have been, what it was, how it got desecrated and, and thank God it got saved. And if it's all we got, we got it. So that's my hot take gentlemen. I love it. The funniest part of that whole conversation with Josh was um, 
he's in that age group that you want to like these things. You got to like 17 or 18. I'm insecure. I want those guys but, to like it. But know? the funniest thing is he says, Marvel's only, Marvel has only made one bad movie. And we go, what's that? And do you know what movie he said? He said Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. <laughs> and he likes yeah. everything. Yeah, that Marvel they do. could he's do. Like, Marvel he's like, that no movie wrong. sucks. But, yeah. but it was so funny. Um, nice. For me, my, my, my comic book hot my comic book movie hot take is this i well no i'm gonna give you guys this obvious one see it's not yours i thought you're going somewhere else i'm gonna give you two i'm gonna give you two my comic book movie hot take is that tom holland spider-man sucks I'm just kidding. Uh, no, my until, hot until take, December he does. My hot take is that the, <laughs> is that the MCU Spider-Man films are both MCU Spider-Man films are bottom tier MCU films, bottom tier. And because there's 23, the bottom tier means like lower six or seven. I know we did a ranking where they were a little higher, they were a little bit more in the middle. You and me, Zeddy, but. I was trying to be generous and different at that point in my life. And I was trying to like conform to the, what they'd have done with Spider-Man as a character. Mm -hmm. And since that day, that was like beginning pandemic. I think I, you know, went back to the Raimi and Webb films and they're just more true to what Spider-Man is. My, my other, my other comic book movie hot take is that I feel, I feel, collectively the dceu films all of them so far i'm not gonna count theatrical justice league actually fine i will because there's 10 right mm -hmm. there's 10 dceu films are better than half are better than two-thirds of the mcu mm. those 10 so, like, if I were to rank those movies next to each other, like, Suicide Squad would be in the middle. If we combine the 10 with the 23 and we had to, like, rank where they all are, every DCEU film would be at least half above. Um, because I still think as bad as it is, I still think Suicide Squad is better than uh, Thor 2, Iron Man 2, um, Captain Marvel. I don't like both Spider-Man films. I Avengers Age of Ultron has aged like the worst wine ever to me. I think wine division Avengers didn't give Ultron, you wine division didn't do that to you. It didn't give you a little uh, rejuvenation for Age of Ultron. No, because Ultron was still fucking stupid. Okay. <laughs> you think I'm gonna throw up in my mouth? He was trying to be like Jared Leto's Joker before yeah, Jared I, Leto's I didn't Joker know what happened. I didn't know what you were yeah. doing there. If that was Jared Leto, or <laughs> he's fucking cracking jokes. Ultron oh, it's a Sunday with the swearing. Now. I don't care. It's better than. <laughs> half the mcu you got to put the e again on the episode. and the top tier study <laughs> hold on explicit hold language. on and the top tier dceu films are better than almost all of the mcu films. Mm. interesting almost all not all of them almost all that's the a hot, hot take there you go wow the other hot take i have is that um, <laughs> oh there's another one <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> go ahead no no go ahead i want to hear no he doesn't i was gonna say Come on. a very silly one no come on the other the other <laughs> why he's egging me huh? the other hot say take it. he does the <laughs> say it say it, say it. <laughs> I'm something of a scientist. You know? I, 
<laughs> the other hot take I have is that the Martha scene is one of the greatest written, filmed, and executed scenes. Sure, she was my world in cinematic history. <laughs> in cinematic history, there you go. Nobody stays good in this world, unless if you're Zack Snyder's films, then you do stay good. There you go. For time, oh man. Right, Zeddy's got some. Man, how am I supposed to follow those up? Man, those are some hot, hot takes there. Jeez. Where you go? Yeah. Uh, I guess one of them that I had is, you know, because I've seen that these movies have, I guess, now aged really poorly over time amongst people. But I still happen to think that the Raimi Spider-Man movies are still the Godfather trilogy of the comic book generation. I will not. That those movies are very, very special, even though the third is not at the quality of the first two, it is still a very, very good movie. I would say the other one is, I guess, to kind of follow up Nico's point is, which you know, I think you know, Marvel may have the more critically and box off and commercially successful movies, but you know, I still think that DC has the more memorable ones, and I still have to think that DC's casting is all around always A. plus. So, because you know, nobody's Nobody's talking about Far From Home on Twitter. You know, they're all talking about a film called BVS almost mm-hmm. every other day. So, you know, the uh, the discourse on the DC movies are always there. Always there. Whether it's positive or negative, they're yep. always talking about these DC movies. So, you know, yeah. you know what we should do? We should create a shirt where there's like a brain. <laughs> and like it's a Zack Snyder, Nick. And then there's just like a little piece of the quadrant. <laughs> And then you put He's got the whole world in your hands. He's got the whole. Speaking of, did oh wait, Zena keep going? No, those are the only two I got. How about that uh, leaked concept of what the fight inspired? It was so brutal. That's shout out to Sean O'Connell because he shared it and I saw it and then I shared it. That's a great. Um, I don't know who was going to play the vulture. Did you see where he said Angelie Jolie was supposed to be? Was rumored to be be his daughter. His daughter. My God, that was a brutal fight, dude. The shards of glass all through Spidey. That That was battle damaged Spidey to the max. If you if you thought he was battle damaged in the other movies, yeah. Good lord, the emotion that looked like that had some emotional weight to it, too. Yeah. Like, it was totally something Wayne would do, too. Yeah. If you don't, didn't that, it look like when the when the it, when he it, unmasks him, like it, the vulture knows looked, who he was, it or, looked, you know, it was crazy. Yeah, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, go to uh, either of our go to any of our Twitters because we've been talking about it, or go to the uh, Italian Spider Man Coalition at, at Italian for Spidey. Shout out to, to Peter Vera, um, he put it up again today just for people to check out. It's cool. It's it that's sick, man. That's yeah. th- talk about like an all time, probably like an all time comic book battle, one that hey, has stakes. Maybe we're gonna get it. You don't know. Yeah, right. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's coming down the pipeline. Who knows? Who knows? In the multiverse of madness. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't wait. We're almost there. We're almost there, fellas. Which advanced tickets for Black yeah. Widow have been snacked for the B thirty nine crew. We are excited. Nice. We are pumped. We're going to be back. We already went back for Army of the Dead, but now we're going right. back to some comic bookie that we're all going to love and talk about. Z39, comic book reviews. We're going back for pop culture, you know. For pop, you pop culture. <laughs> we're really teasing this thing. <laughs> What's funny is by the time this comes out, I know. it will have happened. A lot of these weapons are going to make a whole lot of sense. Jokes no, I know, works. but it's <laughs> we can't tease with our guys and our friends. No. What, what, what's the point of everything? It's not what I'm saying. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like, 
we keep like teasing something, but it already. Happened. What do you guys always say if there's even one percent chance? We got to get it absolute certain. It it hasn't happened yet, Nico. It's, it hasn't yeah. happened yet, it or has it? By the time you hear this, right? <laughs> oh, geez, bro, we're, we're we're hitting Nolan territory. Let's, let's a little, get that all out of here. We're causing a stream in the time very the time yeah. authority is gonna that they're gonna come. They're gonna us. come after us right now. Mm. Wow. Well, if that's the case, then uh, they 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 need to change the fact that we didn't get a Ben Affleck Batman movie or a Man of Steel too, because that's a time variant yeah, problem right. in my book. But I digress on that one. Very so. Easy. Gentlemen, before we get on audio, I want to share a very, very cool story. Oh, please. Gentlemen and, and our listeners. So, said person named Zeddy just so happened to be at the Verizon store a few days ago because he was looking at some technology stuff over here. Okay. And then a said person named Zeddy is going at the checkout, and the guy is winging him out. A conversation about our MacBook somehow came in the hold, and I told him I had been using one since 2016 from my podcast. And the one gentleman over here is because he asked me, what's your podcast about? And I told him, superheroes. And the one guy looks up. He's like, is your podcast called The Vigilante 1939? Oh, my God. Fuck up. And I was like, there's no way. Yes. No way. Yes, because I told him it was on superheroes. And he said that the Caruso's are great people. And he loves my intros. Are you serious? Made my month. Yes. Who is he? So to my two gentlemen. Named Hector and Jose. I love you guys. You guys shout are shout out to Hector and Jose. Jose. Damn, come DM Man. us, dude. We, we will send you some. We got a, We got a, some swag we, here. We, we'll send Next, you some. No, there you go. Wait, they? How do they know? You know what I feel like? The world, man. I feel like uh, that's crazy. I feel yep. like uh, Kiss the first time they heard their hit song on the radio yes. when they were driving in the back of a cab. No, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a really cool dude, thing. When you hear yeah. something from somebody that you absolutely have no idea, that's yeah. awesome. Did you ask him how he found it? Just, just listening. So, like, I don't oh. know if he follows us. I don't know if he just strolled through the feed one day. But yeah, crazy, crazy Amazing. man. That's awesome. Or that's maybe crazy. he heard it from a friend of his. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get that far, man. I was just a little starstruck at the moment, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Too, that's crazy. You know? Yeah, and that's a cool so. story. Thank you for sharing that, brother. That's wonderful. No but awesome. Gentlemen, I think that's a great way to put a pin in this week's episode. I want you guys to plug everything that you guys got going on. Please. Yep. Uh, you can follow me at N. Caruso Jr. for my superhero and music takes on Twitter. And I and want they're hot. They're hot. And I want everybody to please follow Right Between the Eyes podcast. It's it's brand new. It's our Kiss podcast. Everything Kiss, three generations. We got Rob Meyer, our guy, drummer Rob Ten. We got my son. We've got about four or five uh, episodes in the can. We're continuing to record. There's some cool things coming up. There's going to be a a two-part KISS documentary on A&E that we're going to plug. They just released a live album that we're going to talk about. So please give that a follow at RBTE Podcast. Awesome. I was yawning. Can you wake up, please? Sorry, I was yawning. We're still here. Dude, no, not because I'm not because you guys boring. We're still recording because I'm. I know. Sorry, we're not entertaining. And that and that got long winded. (laughs) So now you're. I'm so used to you being quick with the plugs. Yeah, now they're wow. longer, so I wasn't anticipating that. I'm just kidding. I they love say it. say that I'm getting big in pop culture, so. I do. Another <laughs> one. Another one. So if you have listened to the Let's Go show talking about Vetting yellow, vetting yellow, vetting yellow, vetting yellow. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. 
just a couple things I want to plug. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at Nico Caruso at N I K K O C A R U S O. Uh, find all my film, TV, and comic reviews over at www.letsgopodcast.com. You'll see one for In the Heights, which is a gorgeous film. Uh, go see it in the movies or uh, see it on HBO Max. And I'll, I'll have comic reviews for Nightwing and Flash coming out this week. Uh, we have a special episode with Peter Vera called the Italian coalition for a proper Spider-Man. Uh, that episode is in here. <clears throat> and then um, if you did not have a chance to see us on the nerd room, mm. you guys are the best. We did our, uh, we did our, our, our usual MCU crossover with them. We broke down the first episode of Loki. So that episode is over in there. Um, on their YouTube channel. And it's in at their the Nerd feed. Room podcast. And it's YouTube. at and it's at the Nerd Room pod, podcast. I think the audio is going to come out. Um, if not, we'll put the audio out if you're someone who um, who doesn't like to watch, but come see our faces. Um, sh- shout out to Tim and Carlos as always. Great guys. Um, great guys. Great guys to talk to. It felt normal again. It was the longest we have, we've ever went without talking to them about something. So it was just great to be mm-hmm. back. And it was a great excuse to hang out with those guys. That's all I got. You can follow Zeddy at Zeddy is on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd because it's all Twitter. I wanted to do it right. I couldn't do nah, it because it's all Twitter because he is he's everything. He's Twitter everything needs Twitter needs him to be, right? No, no, it's whatever he needs. You know, there's a saying goes, you can't say, you can't say what Batman says. It's only Batman can say it. All right. You're damn right. You're damn right. I was trying to get it right. What is it though? Next time. I, I want next time. Next time. I want as Nico so eloquently that. trying to plug for me. He was trying to say that you can find me on Twitter at Zeddy is because at the end of the day, there it is. Dude. I'm whatever Twitter needs me to Damn be. It, that was it. That you was can it. read all my film and TV reviews over at www.letsgopodcast.com. You can follow this show at Vigilante1939 uh, on Twitter. You can feel free to rate and review this show at Vigilante1939 on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. The reviews really do push the algorithm and people finding us even faster. I do want to also plug our T Public store. Uh, so if you want to get yourself some merchandise, feel free. The weather's changing, so let's change with it and uh, help support the show even more. So, and yes, you do want to also follow that Let's Go Podcast YouTube channel because there is a other slew of sub shows and I'm sure one will interest you and Nico oh. and I are on a few of those over there as well. So, Make sure to give that uh, subscribe button over there. They are good people over there. So, absolutely. Yes, Nico and I will be a little more active on that channel very, very soon. So be on the lookout for all that stuff. But until then, on the next episode, you may love us or hate us, depending on if you tune in. Let's go live show. Uh, We'll see. But we'll see you guys back next week for Nico Crusoe, for his father, Nicholas Crusoe Jr. My name is Nick Zanuck. As Michael Keaton's Batman always says, I want you to tell all your friends about me. Peace.